Hello and welcome to Crosstalk with your hosts, Martha Lee and Anna May, a podcast dedicated to encouraging and pointing people to Christ, provoke you to find your calling in the Lord, brought to you by Cornerstone Ministries New Life Church. So join us on a journey to reaching the world for Christ, starting in our own backyard. So sit back, we hope you enjoy the podcast, and we pray it encourages and blesses you. Hello and welcome to Crosstalk. Today we're going to have the pleasure of interviewing Pastor Eddie Smith. And a quick reminder, if you haven't downloaded the Spotify app, please do. It's free. You don't have to scramble through Facebook to look for the link. If you tap follow and the bell, the notification, you will get a new podcast every Monday. So welcome, Eddie. We want to welcome you. Well, it's good to be here. Praise God. And Praise God. Uncle Bill's going to ask you your first question. Amen, Eddie. The first question is, when did you get saved and where? And what brought you to the decision of accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord? Amen. Um, well, that's a good question, Bill. Um, we were raised in church our whole life. My mom would take us. And uh, I remember when I was eight years old in front of a black and white television, simply kneeling down and saying a sinner's prayer with Billy Graham. Uh, but through my uh, early years, I've said the sinner's prayer many times. But I think the first time I really sensed something um, when I was eight years old, when I had said the sinner's prayer by myself with the with the Lord, I sensed it around eight years old. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Um, do you remember the first person that you witnessed to or brought to the Lord? Um, I really don't. Uh, when I was filled with the Holy Ghost, which is another question, um, uh, I, I felt an urgency in my everywhere I went to, if it was a school, uh, a street or a store, I, I seemed like I was always witnessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, from about 11 or 12 years old, I, I, I always would witness. Amen. Uh, Amen. So I don't really remember the first person I had led to the Lord, but I remember witnessing everywhere I went. Yeah, that's that's good. At 11 years old. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, let me add that on since you brought it up, Eddie. Uh, I was going to ask you what you remember about the 70s, but before you do, do you want to share on your experience of being filled with the Holy Ghost or... You know, do you feel like talking about that for a minute? Well, uh, our family come to the Lord actually around 1971 is when I remember the push of church, the spirit. My uncle, uh, my mother's brother, Uncle Eddie, was 33 years old, was killed in a car accident. And uh, it, it kind of shattered our whole family. And then we leaned towards the Lord. The Lord began to move in our family. And I remember my mom and my Aunt Effie uh, taking us to a, a local church called Faith City. And uh, I was filled with the Holy Spirit then. I remember going to the the, with the time that the Jesus People meeting, uh, at this Jesus People meetings movement at, at, uh, at the church. And, in, and I was filled with the Holy Ghost. And I remember from that point on, that's when I began to witness uh, around 12 I guess it's 13 years old, thereabouts. And, uh, and, but it began to spread amongst our family. Amen. Amen. Uh, not just going to church, but the, the, the burden for four 
other people. That's when it really hit. Which, that was one of the main things. It wasn't just speaking in tongues. There was something inside that made you. Right. It was a drive. Right. You were sensitive. Amen. You had a hunger to read the word, go to church, you know? Amen. Yes. Yeah. Which brings about the question I was supposed to ask you. What do you remember about the 70s move? And do you have any standout moments that you'd like to describe about that move back then? Yeah, my mom and Aunt Epi took us to that meeting that night, and I and I came home. I was filled with the Holy Spirit. I remember going, falling face down on my face, and I didn't really know what was going on. It, I guess it's best described as what they call a fire. Yeah, I sensed a real fire in my heart, and it was from the pit of my stomach. And I I remember just speaking in tongues, and I I don't remember, but I remember them taking me home and covering me with a blanket and throwing me in the bedroom. To hide me from my dad. <laughs> they didn't want my dad to know what was going on. I don't know why, but they were. <laughs> Amen. It was I new. Spoke until the next day, I, I guess close to 20, 24 hours of steady speaking in tongues. Oh you know, my at gosh. Early yeah. age. Amen. Amen. At a yeah. very early age. Um, how did you get into ministry, uh, Eddie? And when did you feel called? Uh, the call was interesting because I, I didn't know it was a call at an early age, but I was sensitive. I knew something was driving me. I'd like to say call on a call. I didn't know that term when I, at an early age, but from eight years old. And, and, and then when I got filled with the spirit and uh, all my teenage years, it would come upon me and I would witness to the boys that were running around when they'd come over to pick me up and they would leave me. And then the next week I was worse than they were. I was just running with them. So I played that game all my teenage years. Mm-hmm. I, I sensed that call. I sensed that sensitive of the spirit, but I, I, I purposely pushed it away. I don't know why I didn't want to yield to it, you know, my whole teenage years, but it was like a struggle back and Amen. forth for a long time. Amen. And when did you actually get involved in ministry? Uh, I was 27 years old and I had a, a near death experience. I was drowned. Oh and, uh, and uh, I seen some things the Lord showed me. I put the actual fear of God in me, Amen. and uh, Amen. and and I yielded to it. And I repented from that point. I repented of the, of not heeding. I guess heeding to the call, as 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 I realized something was uh, the urgency of the moment. More, I was more aware of it that life and death was so fragile. Amen. And, Amen. Uh, and I began to heed the call and I, I that from that point on I took a burden I, I, I realized that word means because it was a real weight I had a concern for other people's souls that my God we're not promised tomorrow you know amen amen amen, amen. 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 Praise, God. praise God well uh, as a pastor a minister how important do you think it is for a wife's support in the ministry uh, or if you're a woman for your husband to support you in the ministry uh, Eddie uh, you, you really can't do it unless they do. There was we had a, we had a little struggle at the start. I I, I was overboard in many ways. I, I I didn't have no boundaries, and she had the burden of the children and, and the bills and stuff. And she wanted to support the ministry, but it, it was a struggle. So, but she was definitely behind me. She she was the one that really helped me motivate to go over to do what we had to do. You know. Amen. She Amen. she took the burden, but she managed the household, uh, and she carried the weight of the children and and managing the business as well. 
And uh, so, yes, I think it's very important that that the wife support the work because I don't think it could really happen in the degree it happened unless she had supported it, you know. I agree. I agree with you. Yes, definitely. There, Bill had a question for well, you. It, the question is, people would perish without a vision. What is your vision for your church and for our people? Our, our, my vision is that uh, the next generation, this generation coming up, if, we, if it dies with us, we had a lot of effort, a lot of miles, a lot of time invested, and we've seen a lot of good but there's still a lot of good that can happen. It needs Amen. to be happening. My vision Amen. is that this Praise next generation for our people to come to know the Lord in a, in a, in a I think, take it to a notch higher. Amen. Salvation for our families, you know. Amen. And Amen. That's, that's my burden, and that's my vision, is that Praise we can God. keep it. You know, Eddie, I wanted to ask you something, too. It's close to my heart, uh, being in the worship and worship leader in that. Could you explain to us... Uh, the importance of when people go to church, worship, some people just think it's music. Can you explain ministry-wise and then to the congregation in the church, how important is it to worship the Lord and be a worshiper? Uh, worship is a very important thing. It speaks of what you value and good. what is important to you. Yeah. And it's a humbling in the sense that you're exalting God, to your measure, to your ability, to, uh, uh, he inhabits his praises. Amen. So when we surrender and humble ourselves and exalt him, he in one sense is exalting us to a point to our, the reason we were born was to worship God. Amen. And we fulfill our purpose at that point. And we'll never really uh, reach our visions, all the things we've been talking about, until we realize our purpose. Amen. Everything we do is to glorify God. Amen. And that's the va most valuable, most important thing you can do. And when that becomes a reality, I, I sought for an explanation for things my whole life. I want an explanation, a reason, an answer. Right. But one day I had a, a, a revelation, and it superseded the explanations I was looking for. And my revelation was, oh my gosh, I was created. To worship him amen. amen and when that revelation is alive in your heart it's not a burden no longer it's the most important valuable sustaining thing that you can do in, in your life is is in not only in song yes on a sunny morning is important but when no one else is around amen. i believe that's when real real worship begins amen. The, the sunday morning sun wednesday night is just a is just an overflow of, of what's something that's in you. So I think we, we need to realize the revelation of the value of, of acknowledging God and giving him his, his worthy Amen. dues, you know? Amen. Amen. Um, what, uh, I guess our last question, what advice would you give someone wanting to serve God or wanting to get in ministry? What, what, how would you advise people? My advice to uh, young people or anybody that would feel they have a call would begin to would would be to surrender as soon as you can. Yes. My regrets in life, as I look back, would be that I not yield sooner, uh, surrender sooner to that spirit. Yes. And, and that would be my advice: That's is cool. surrender to God 
there's nothing out there you, you, that you can follow, you can pursue anything you want, but until you seek first the kingdom of God, it, it doesn't have any value until you surrender to your call. Amen. It gives everything else in life value. Amen. Amen. Well, Amen. at this time of the podcast, Pastor Eddie <laughs> and our good friend, uh, we'd like to give you a minute if you have anything laid on your heart that you would like to tell our people or whatever God has laid on your heart, Eddie, just take your time and share it with the people. Uh, thank you, Anna May and uh, Bill. Uh, we thank you for the opportunity to uh, share what we've done this uh, this afternoon, but it's a privilege and an honor, number one. Uh, my, my concern for our people, if I had a word, would be uh, in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 2, where he says uh, to uh, surrender, number one, in verses 1, but he says, set your affections on the things above Amen. and not on the things of the earth. Amen. We're smart people. We're very smart people in many aspects of our life. And we've, we've prospered, and, and the Lord has blessed us. Uh, but we have to develop, my in my life, the things that I uh, had mistakes in was not pursuing my cause we've talked about earlier. But as we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Amen. the domino effect is all these other things Amen. will be added anyway. And sometimes we have a, a, a drive to put those in front of our call and the things that God has is, is laid out for us to do first. Amen. So my advice and my word for people listening uh, today would be, to seek first the kingdom of God, Amen. number one, and set your affections on the things above. Get a spiritual outlook. Get a spiritual drive. And all these other things that we think are important are there anyway. God knows what we have need of. Amen. Amen. But souls, our family salvation, souls are more important, more, more valuable than anything we could accumulate in this life. So seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness would be the word that I would say to this generation and our people that are listening and, and, um, surrender to God. Amen. And you can say prayers and do all the Christmas list things that you feel that makes you feel that you're talking to God. But sometimes we need to listen Amen. and take that time to pray and listen to what God is saying to us and be obedient. Amen. And uh, all the other stuff is good, but surrender, be obedient, uh, and and take time to, to listen to what God is saying. Amen. Uh, salvation is the key. Amen. I love everyone, and, and thank you again for the opportunity to speak. Thank you, Eddie. We appreciate <laughs> thank you, you coming Eddie. on. And- Give Mary our love. Love you, Eddie. We will. God bless. Great to hear from everyone. Thank you. God bless, Eddie. Well, that's our podcast for this week. We hope you enjoyed it and was encouraged. Please follow us on Spotify for new episodes every week. If you download the Spotify app, which is free, it makes it much easier to find us. We'll be posting the link each week on Facebook and Instagram. 
Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may you grow in his word and spirit. God bless.